Hi, I'm Obendari at Ortho Evidence, and I thought today I would share with you a late breaking trials news information session. We'll keep it pretty short, but the health trial or the hip fracture evaluation with alternatives of total hip arthroplasty and hemiarthroplasty, the trial that's been over several years in the making, will be presented as a highlight paper at the Orthopedic Trauma Association in Denver, Colorado in September. In fact, the exact date is September 26th. Uh, 2019, as you know, this year, and we'll be presenting it around 3 p.m. local time. What makes this particularly special is that the New England Journal will also be simultaneously publishing the results online at that time, September 26th, this Thursday, um, around 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But short, what did we do? Well, we conducted a multinational, multi-center, what we call expertise-based randomized trial, 80 clinical sites around the world, 10 countries, hundreds of surgeons, hundreds of research coordinators participated in this particular study. What did we seek to answer? We wanted to determine the effect of total hip arthroplasty versus hemiarthroplasty on the risk of unplanned secondary hip procedures within 24 months. That was the primary goal. Why? Because we wanted to understand if there's a benefit to total hip arthroplasty. Remember, prior meta-analyses have been really supportive of total hip arthroplasty, both in improvement in function, quality of life, and reduction of total reoperative events. We wanted to test that hypothesis in a large clinical trial. So we also looked at function, quality of life, and as well as um, serious adverse events, to name a few things. Patients 50 years and older were all in, displaced femoral neck fracture, and basically had to be amenable to arthroplasty, one or the other, total hip versus, uh, or hemiarthroplasty. Both, they had to be eligible for both type of procedures to be enrolled. We did that, we got them in, and we ultimately recruited in this particular case, 1,495 patients. So again, a very large trial um, with respect to hip fracture treatment and certainly one of the larger, if not largest, orthopedic surgical trials on hip fractures. So here's what we found. In short, 718 patients were enrolled in the total hip arthroplasty group. 723 were enrolled in the hemiarthroplasty group. We achieved about 85% follow-up over two years, of which the typical patient involved was 70% female, 70 years of age or older, which was 80% of the patients, was an independent ambulator, which is about three quarters of the patients, and subcapital fracture, which is what we expected, in 61% of the patients. There were no other real major differences between groups. When we looked at surgeons' expertise for doing those procedures. We specifically tested for that in this trial. We had expertise ratios of 98% and 97% for these types of procedures. So we felt pretty good that the surgeons doing the procedures were capable and comfortable doing those procedures. And the results of the health multinational seven-year randomized clinical trial are, for the primary endpoint, there was no difference in uh, secondary hip procedures within 24 months. Absolutely none. In fact, the numbers are almost identical. There were 57 secondary hip procedures with total hip arthroplasty and 60 hip procedures with hemiarthroplasty. One thing we did look at though, when we looked at the actual Kaplan-Meier curve, is we identified one specific thing. We identified that there seemed to be a trend towards when we looked at the breakdown of when these secondary procedures occurred, it looked like more hip procedures occurred for total hip arthroplasty in the first year, and then we started seeing more hip procedures occurring in the second year for the hemiarthroplasty. So it was kind of this uh, you know, flipped thing where the majority of total hip arthroplasty procedures occurred in their first year, 
And then the majority of the hemiarthroplastic procedures occurred between one year and two years. That was kind of this trend we looked at as a post-hoc analysis. We found no difference in mortality, which is about 14%. And we did find a trend towards more serious adverse events with the total of arthroplasty group. And finally, the big issue. Surprisingly, we did not see any major clinically important difference with any of the functional outcomes that we use. Womack, Uroqual, Uroqual 5D, um, in this case, the uh, SF12 uh, physical uh, component score as well, or the TUG, the timed up and go. None of those were significantly uh, different. The Womack total did show a significant difference in favor of total abarthoplasty, but the difference was small and clinically unimportant. There were no other real meaningful subgroup analysis, and ultimately what we're left with as the interpretation to the health multinational trial is as follows. One, patients with displaced femoral neck fractures treated with either total lip arthroplasty or hemiarthroplasty have basically equivalent number of secondary procedures at two years. Total lip arthroplasty does not result in a clinically important improvement in function over two years. And finally, total lip arthroplasty may actually lead to more serious adverse events. So what does this mean is that the, our findings suggest that the advantages of total arthroplasty may not be as compelling. And specifically, and particularly important in regions where total arthroplasty is either hard to access or just cost prohibitive. So these are areas where we might be looking at hemiarthroplasty as being a very reasonable alternative. So stay tuned for more information. We're going to be giving you lots more insight, but I wanted to share with you as soon as I could the Health Multinational Trial Findings. Thanks.